Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jamie. I'm your host here at the Lifestyle Creation Podcast. And y'all, I am coming at you with all kinds of new things. I got a new haircut. I got a new outlook on some shit. I got new health things that are actually working for the first time in my life. Like, it's good. It's been it's been a while, I guess, since I've recorded with you. And mainly that's because, as you know, I don't enjoy faking it. I don't fake it well. And so I refuse to make shit up to talk to you about. Sometimes what I've learned over the, like, 10 years that I've been doing personal development work is that there are seasons where I know that what's happening are big, are going to be really big, and I have a hard time putting words to them. So that's what's been happening. This whole summer has been that way. The whole summer has been trying, to say the least, but so good at the same time. While it's been hard, it's been good. You know, and I think I might have mentioned this to y'all right after I did Date with Destiny last year, but one of the things that Tony Robbins actually opened up Date with Destiny in 2021 about was the winter meaning we all have our own seasons, right? We all have seasons that we go through at different parts of our life, just like the country has different the countries, the world, everything. We all go through these different seasons and these patterns. And so when you think about it, you're looking at your own life. If you wanted to look back and be reflective of your own experiences, I'm sure you could point out some moments where you were in winter. And so... What I was saying is we all have moments where we go through our own personal winters, our own different just seasons. And that doesn't mean that it's bad. Personally, I love winter, but I actually love all the seasons for very different reasons. But in that winter is kind of for me, I believe it's it used to be something that I would fight to get out of as quickly as possible. The moments of needing to learn, needing to do things differently, you know, any of the the hard, tough stuff, it's like I would just kind of fight to get out of it as quickly as possible. When in reality, what I've learned over the years is the best thing I can do is to stand still in the moments that I don't know what to do and observe and allow myself to really get whatever the lesson is, whatever the thing that's supposed to be happening, to let it come through. I had recorded... I guess it was a live stream video a while back about the space between. And that's kind of the beauty, right? Like a lot of your biggest transformations, a lot of your biggest moments, we lose sight of and we don't actually learn as much as we need to or as much as maybe we were meant to because we are so quick to get out of the space between. We're so quick to get to the other side that we don't enjoy the moments in between and the moments in between can be your most confirming your most self-loving moments that you'll ever have and so I've learned to really embrace the space between now don't get me wrong I'm a human so there's like if some of my closest friends can 
tell you over the last couple of months, there's been a time or two where I'm like, okay, I'm fucking done. I don't want to do this anymore. And it was, you know, this is why you surround yourself with really good people because then the response is, I completely understand, Jamie, that it does suck what you're going through. It is really hard. And I think your lesson is you need to be in it right now. And they were right. And I knew that. But, like, again, human, right? Human, hear me roar. Let me push myself through all this tough, ugly stuff because I don't want to feel it, which was my MO for 20 years, you know? So all of that to say... That here I am with a new haircut. <laughs> no, it's to say more than that. But here I am in this situation where, I guess I'll just tell you the whole story for the most part. But we found out that Mac, our dog, has cancer. Well, he's recovering at this point. He had to get his leg amputated. And he's going through chemotherapy. And when that happened, something switched inside of me. And what I mean by that is I, of course, would have been sad about it. But it, and like worried and stressed and anxious and all those things, but it made me realize how I basically lived in this place, this place for the like 20 years of my life where I would physically, with my physical health, my physical body, I would like surf between one wave to the next crash. Does that make sense? It was like crashing and then we'd have small waves in between and that's really what I did. I would make the most of those the surfing in the middle. And obviously, as you know, you wouldn't be here listening to me if I didn't make the most of it and do a good job at that. But then I would crash. And the crashes were becoming, no matter how much I took care of myself, no matter how much I got massages, went to the doctor, ate only, you know, organic, ate only whole foods, like no matter how much I was doing meditation, retreats, like all of that stuff, no matter how much of that was happening, there was still, the crashes were getting closer together and they were getting harder. And so when that happened with Mac and I was upset and I was sad, the crash that came from that had me down for four days. And it was in that moment that I said, no fucking more. I'm not doing this anymore. Like I, I would refuse to do this. And I kind of ripped myself open and was like, somebody tell me what I need to do. Basically, I was saying that to myself, like, so I had some really tough conversations with some people that I trust. I went and saw some new doctors that were willing to do new things and we're on a new path. Um, and it feels really, really good and scary and like the unknown. You know, I, while we're searching for the reason um, for the symptoms that I've had for, you know, 20 years, um, in that journey, we found a medicine that is seeming to take my symptoms away. So I am, when I say I'm like in a new place, I mean like I'm standing in here trying to figure out what life looks like because I have not had life without nausea as long as I can remember without being constantly nauseous and like basically ruining my everything for the most part. So it's new and different and I'm having to just be really kind of move really slow, slowly through this new thing and just be really curious and really observant as I do so that I don't go down back into old habits of like pushing myself too hard and blah, blah, blah. Because that's not the point, right? That's not what we're trying to do here. I'm trying to allow myself to live the way I was living, but without all of the extra shit that came along with my symptoms and to heal what needs to be healed in my physical body along the way. So anyway, 
this conversation is not to me, meant to be about that. But so something that happened during that time was, y'all know it's no secret that I had hair extensions, right? They were beautiful and almost every photo you see of me, I have big long mermaid hair and it's so pretty. I've had hair extensions in for five years. Uh, basically, not because I have bad hair, but because I wanted my hair to be longer and thicker. And my hair, I have a lot of hair, but it's fine. So that was the only way that it was possible for me to achieve the hair, the look I had in my head outside of my head, right? To fit, to, to look like that, that look, that was what it required. And I loved them. And during my crash, we'll call it, when I found out about Mac, I was supposed to get um, my extensions changed. And the woman who does them, her child got sick, so we had to reschedule. And then I was sick, so we had to reschedule. So it was like a whole deal, right? And so in the midst of that, they're just continuing to grow and like they need to get out of my head before they rip my hair out, right? And I just decided I was going to take them out. So I took them out and I was like, I'll figure out, you know, what to do. Well, basically due to the fact that we had had extensions in for five years and been cutting my hair to fit the extensions for five years, we... Of course, without them in, my head looked crazy. Like I looked like a crazy person. The top layer of my hair was like two inches longer than, the top layer and the bottom layer were like two inches longer than everything in the middle. And everything was like at a point because that's how you kind of cut them to blend and whatever. So I was walking around looking crazy, trying to make the best of it, trying to decide if I was just gonna take a break for a few weeks, which I was at home being sick anyways, or was I going to embrace this new thing? And what I realized was, we put on, we pick up things, I should say, along the way of this journey we call life that we enjoy. Like the extensions, I loved them, I wanted them. It was not a lot of work for me to get them done, right? But we pick those kinds of things up. And then somewhere along the line, along the road, when we don't realize it, they become something that we are dependent on. They become something that we feel like we must have to be us. They become part of our identity. And here's the thing. Are they? Was, was I me without long hair? I mean, this is, sounds silly, right? But this is real. Like, it's a real thing. So I realized, I looked in the mirror and I was like, ah, I haven't seen that girl in a while, right? So I went and I got my hair cut into a nice, like, style and learned how to curl it the way that it needed to be curled or whatever to fit this new little style and my hair's just right about right about to my shoulders now and I feel like a different person I feel very free now I never felt confined by the hair right I never felt like it was a, a big deal or overwhelming or any of that I didn't even mind spending all the money I spent on it I never thought twice about it but it's funny how sometimes you get to a place where you have a choice to make and you're like hmm do I really need that thing? Is it really that important to me? Or in that moment for me, it was like, is getting your extensions put in more important than taking the rest that you need, than spending that money at the doctor's office, than you know, taking the time that you need for your business so that you're not, like basically I was like choosing between going you know, for four hours and getting my hair put in and all these other things. And I realized, no, I'm more important. I don't need that to be okay. And so it's kind of been cool because it was like during that moment, I like kind of braked, broke into 
this new place that this winter of a summer, <laughs> if that makes any sense to you, if you've been following along, this winter of a summer that I've had has been leading me to. And then here we go. It's September. September hit and a lot of things crossed my mind. And I had a big procedure on September 1st that took a lot of prep work and it basically uh, determined and like took a bunch of really, really potentially horrible things off the list of what could be causing the symptoms that I have. So instead of looking at that as fuck my whole life, right? I've had people tell me that nothing's wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with you. And here we are again saying everything's perfect. I didn't take it that way. I wasn't being spoken to that way. And I didn't take it that way. Instead, I took it as a relief that there wasn't cancer or growths or any of these things, right? That everything was working properly. So now I get to allow this medicine to let me start to live my life differently and heal the secondary symptoms and the secondary issues that have existed because of the root, right? While we search for what the root is, I get to dance in a new place and heal my body along the way and see what happens over a few months, right? Another thing that I wanted to just make a point to is when you allow yourself to stand in the space between and not just like uncomfortably wiggle out of it as quickly as possible, that's the space for you to rise. That's where the space exists for you to rise, to rise above it, to rise through it, not around it, not avoiding it, but through it. Because that's the biggest thing. One of the hardest conversations that I don't get to have with a lot of people in my life because it's not my place and I have to, most of the time they're not even open to the conversation, but is the fact that if you want your life to be better, it's the space between and the choices that you make and the things that you do every single day or don't do every single day that determine that better. It's not in the things that you buy. It's not in the surgeries that you have. It's not in the places that you go. It's not in the people that you surround yourself with. At the end of the day, none of that shit matters if you're not taking care of you, if you're not doing the work and focusing on being happy or what makes you happy or what calms you down. Maybe you don't know what makes you happy. Maybe you don't know what's fun. I've been in that spot before. So instead, I focused on doing things that kept me calm and okay and not like basically not stressed that's what I did which is how we got the Mia huh if you're on the video watching we have Mia sitting on my lap but that's how Mia came about she came about when I was like I need more things that bring me joy that are mine that are not contingent upon anyone else that you know these things so we got I got a puppy so anyway, it's in the search. It's in the desire for things to be better. Because here's the deal. If you really want your life to be different, if you really want to feel better or have a better relationship or look better in the mirror or be happier or be less stressed or be more successful or get more money or whatever it is, if, you're, if you really truly want that thing, then you're going to do something about it. So that's another thing you can think about and ask yourself is, do I really want this or do I just 
lack something else to talk about. Because sometimes I think that's what happens, is people are just trying to commiserate with each other. They don't have anything else to talk about because they're not really consuming anything interesting all day long. And they're kind of just roller skating through life with their blinders on and then saying that they're unhappy. So when someone asks me or tells me they're unhappy and I ask them why, a lot of times they don't have an answer. Just like when someone tells me I'm so stressed and I ask them, what is stressing you out? What is your main cause of stress? They don't have an answer. And here's why. Most of the time, it's you. You're your main cause of stress. You're the main reason that you're not happy. Well, that's an ugly thing no one wants to talk about, right? (laughs) So it's true, though. And if we would all just be honest with ourselves a little bit more, then we'd be able to get through it. We'd be able to get to the other side. We'd be able to get to a place where at least you know that you have a little bit more control over how things are transpiring. So for the sake of not spending an entire hour here with you talking about my winter, I'm sure it's going to come up more in conversations as we go along. I wanted to just leave you with this. There's nothing wrong with winter. Just like you don't have a sunrise without a sunset, you don't have light without dark, you also don't have a spring or a summer without winter. You don't have a harvest without winter. You don't have the things without winter. So don't look at it as good or bad or ugly or stupid or, you know, horrible or whatever. Instead, look at it as an an opportunity. Everything that you do is an opportunity. Every day is an opportunity. Every meeting with someone, every thing that you choose or don't choose is an opportunity. And sometimes we take that too lightly and then or we take it too seriously and then we stress out about every little thing instead I welcome you to have your focus be on today maybe tomorrow you can have all the dreams and the ideas about what you want to do and what you want your life to be like and that's all very good but I don't want you to live in the future in your mind I want you to bring yourself back to the center to the present day as much as you can Because it's in the present day that you're supposed to be learning the lessons. And if you're not bringing your head into the present day, how can you learn the lessons in this space between? How can you ever get to a different reality if you're not going to be in this one first, right? So how do you do that? Before we leave, before we part, I'll give you a few things that you can do. A couple of things is meditation. A couple of things is body movement. Another thing is body movement, I mean. So if you're in a moment and you find yourself, like, for example, if you drive to work and you don't remember the drive, then tomorrow you need to take a different route or put something different on the radio. Do something different to where you're keeping yourself engaged in the present moment. If you're finding that you, for me, what would happen is I would get started with my day and kind of just be like like sluggish in the morning and not do a lot. And then it would be 9 o'clock and I'm like, shit, I got to start my calls. I got to do this. And then I would be behind on my own schedule, right? And what would happen is I would just flow through the motions. We get to the end of the day and all of the things that I need to do every day so that I feel my best, I wouldn't have done. So what I've done is created this habit challenge, which I'll talk to you guys about different it's a, another time. It's this thing that I've been kind of developing for a while. but And testing on myself because that's what I do. <laughs> but in that process you're able to realize 
how do I want to word this without it being overcomplicated? In that moment, you're able to realize the shifts that you can make of the things that you need to do first in the day. And if you promise yourself or you shift around how you're doing what, it keeps you more present because you're not just going through motions, right? So there's also a podcast episode called Be Present in here, and that really walks through all of the details about how to start practicing presence in your day-to-day life. So I would welcome you to uh, revisit that and I'll put the link below. I don't remember what episode number it is off the top of my head, but we will find it for you. So we're back in action, friends. Here we are. Here we are. I am so grateful for you for being here and for listening. As always, thank you for showing up. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone who you think would benefit from it. If you share it on your socials, tag us. I love seeing that. I love following you and interacting with you there. And until next time, enjoy the rest of your day.